Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is presented to you by our friends over at MyBookie. Football is back, and so is winning season at MyBookie. NFL, college football, and a brand new cash-out system give you options to bet and win all season long. First two legs of your parlay hit, cash out early and use the funds on another bet, or let it ride for the chance at a bigger payday. Use early cash outs as a tool to stay in control of the action at MyBookie. To get started, go to MyBookie.ag now and register an account for free. When you're ready to make your first deposit, just use promo code TSUS to grab a welcome bonus on the house. That's promo code TSUS to claim your deposit bonus and, for a limited time, a free chip to use in the MyBookie Casino. You can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere, only with MyBookie. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi-entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Prize picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. They're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with rave reviews. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So, again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use that promo code TS. U.S. to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it! We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. this season for Mississippi State as one of the most prolific passers in the history of the conference. Now, obviously, we all know the transition that Mississippi State has gone through with the passing of the late, great Mike Leach, a really unfortunate situation in Starkville for them to lose the Pirate to, you know, so unexpectedly. Kevin Barbe inserts himself as the offensive coordinator going away from an air raid system, an air raid scheme, and that was a decision that was obviously met with some resistance with more of a balanced attack, right? You look at the numbers, Mississippi State is running the football a lot more than they ever have. And to say that there has been a transition for Will Rogers is putting it lightly. I mean, this is a guy, guys, that ran the air raid in high school, had never turned his back to a defense, had never taken a snap under center, and now he is being asked to do all of those things. And you look at his numbers, they're not terrible per se, but the thing that jumps out, 74 pass attempts through three games for Will Rogers. Five touchdowns, no interceptions, so he's been efficient with the football when he has thrown it, but he's averaging guys just one 164 passing yards per game through three games. I mean, that is just night and day different from what Mississippi State was doing under Mike Leach. You then look at the South Carolina side. Of course, guys, Spencer Rattler. The way that he's playing right now, I think you could argue he's the best quarterback in the SEC. I know we had the two interceptions late against Georgia, but, I mean, you guys know as well as I do, He was trying to throw his team into the game. He was trying to do anything he could to give South Carolina a chance to win. And I left Athens thoroughly impressed with what Spencer Rattler was able to do to give South Carolina a chance to win that football game. I mean, guys, you could argue there's not a player out there who is more valuable to their football team than Spencer Rattler is to the Gamecocks, right? When you really think about it, what he's doing right now, with no running game, no help at all, right? You could argue there's not a player out there that means more to his football team than Spencer Rattler does to South Carolina. Before the season, admittedly, guys, I probably would have listed this as a push. But right now, when you look at what Spencer Rattler's doing versus what Will Rogers is doing, and I'm not sure it's Will Rogers' fault, but unfortunately, the questions start to come up. Was he a system quarterback? Were all those numbers he put up solely because of the system? Is he actually not all that great? I don't take it that far. 
But right now, as efficient as Will Rogers has been, and of course he's trying to, excuse me, he's trying to grasp a new offensive system, a new offensive scheme. But nobody is playing, in my opinion, as well as Spencer Rattler is right now. And nobody, at minimum, is doing more for their football team than Spencer Rattler is at this current juncture. For that reason, I give the Gamecocks the nod at the quarterback position heading into this football game. You look at that. You look at the running back position, guys. Do we know any more about South Carolina's running back room right now than we did when the season started? I think the only thing we know is that this fan base wants to see a guy like Marbio Anderson get more carries. Outside of that, I mean, the running game, guys, a running game that ranks 128th out of 130 football teams. It's almost hard to believe. Is it to carry on Joyner? Is it Marbio Anderson? Is it Juju McDowell? Is it Dontavious Braswell? There is still no true leader in that room right now. You could put the blame on the offensive line. Certainly they deserve their fair share of it. But even our friend J.C. Sherbert, guys, said it yesterday, and I said it all summer. South Carolina lacks a true RB1 in this room. There's a bunch of great supporting cast pieces in there. There's some guys who can do some nice things. But admittedly, I don't think there is a true SEC caliber RB1. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. That is not the case for Mississippi State. Woody Marks has had a great start to this season, 51 carries for 325 yards, 6.4 yards per carry, and three touchdowns to his credit. Guys, he's one of the leading rushers in the SEC right now, averaging 108 yards per game. And he is leading what has been a fairly prolific rushing attack for Mississippi State. Until South Carolina finds some answers in their running back room, it's going to be tough for me to give the Gamecocks the nod at this position, guys, in any of the games they play on this schedule. So for that reason, Woody Marks, again, a fantastic player. Tip your cap to him. I do give Mississippi State the nod at the running back position. 
We move to wide receiver. And when you look at Mississippi State, guys, Tulo Griffin is their lead playmaker on the outside. 13 catches, 132 yards, two touchdowns. Jaquavius Marks, another fantastic player. Really, though, this entire unit, I think, has suffered because of the transition from air raid to whatever it is Kevin Barbe wants to do, right? More of a balanced attack. I think there's very capable players in this wide receiver room for Mississippi State. There aren't necessarily household names, if you will. But again, a player like Jocavius Marks, who is actually a running back, so excuse me, he's actually at the running back position, right? Led them at the running back position last year. Rufus Harvey is back this year, the leading wide receiver from a season ago who had 505 yards and three touchdowns in 2022. Jaden Wally as well. But this entire room for Mississippi State is suffering because of the abandonment of the air raid attack, right? You don't see a lot of flashy numbers. Again, there's only one wide receiver in this group that has more than 100 yards receiving. And you look at the South Carolina side, right? Even without Juice Wells, which we know for a fact now he's not playing on Saturday, even without Juice Wells, when you look at what Xavier Leggett is doing, I think the emergence of Omega Blake is really fun to watch. Eddie Lewis, right, what he's able to do. I still think there's a lot of question marks in this room. Luke Doty, I think, is actually doing some nice things. we got to change the way we're thinking about Luke Doty. He is truly a wide receiver at this point, and he's been fairly productive. Give him his credit. Do we see more Nicholas Harbor? Do we see more Tyshawn Russell? Shane Beamer says we will. We'll see if that's the case in this football game. When it comes to wide receiver, it's very close because I think Mississippi State has very productive bodies in this room. But to this point in the season, guys, you're just not seeing it. I do think Tulo Griffin is one of the most dynamic playmakers in the SEC. But I give South Carolina the nod at the wide receiver position. Getting a Marion Brown back I think would be a huge boost if you can get him. We know as of today, coming from Shane Beamer, that Amarian Brown not doing a ton in practice right now. It sounds like, I would say, guys, he probably doesn't go. I mean, normally with Shane Beamer, these injury reports, when a guy is questionable on a Wednesday, it's more than likely they will not play. Fingers crossed that is not the case. But, uh, you know, I, I, I just, I give South Carolina the nod here. South Carolina's receivers are doing far more than Mississippi State's receivers are doing right now, led by Xavier Leggett on the outside. We move to the tight end position, and Mississippi State guys, unfortunately, got a big blow in the preseason, you might recall, when Sedu Treor, a top tight end target they landed in the portal, started out at Colorado and was at Arkansas State, I think even Miami for a stop. I could be wrong, but I know Colorado for sure transferred in. He was one of the top targets in the portal for for every college football team out there. He was ruled ineligible for the 2023 season. So when you look at the tight end position, guys, and, and this is a team, guys, in the air raid, never used the tight end. Tight end wasn't a priority for them. Tight end wasn't something that you saw featured in the Mississippi State offense. And I think that's one of the reasons you're seeing the very lackluster numbers, right? Because they're, if I am seeing this correctly, their leading pass catcher 
at tight end. Yes, their leading pass catcher at tight end right now is Antonio Harmon, who has a grand total of two catches for 21 yards. He did have a touchdown against LSU, but two catches for 21 yards. South Carolina, on the other hand, I think we'd all agree we'd like to see more out of the tight end position because of what we heard about them in the preseason and you know, there was so much hype and anticipation about what Trey Knox was going to do, the the Arkansas transfer, what, uh, you know, Joshua Simon, the Western Kentucky transfer, what he was going to do as well. And so, I do think you'll see South Carolina start to make the tight end position more of a priority moving forward. With that being said, Mississippi State, Again, they are just learning how to use the tight end. The Gamecocks, while maybe you haven't gotten the production you were hoping for in the first three games, I do like South Carolina at this spot. I give the Gamecocks the nod at the tight end position. Even if it's for nothing more, guys, and there's just more potential in this room. Because outside of Antonio Harvey, guys, I can't even hardly list the group of tight ends that Mississippi State has. Because again, guys, they just have not been using them. They don't use tight ends in Starkville, or haven't at least. So they were put in a tough spot in that position, and losing Sadu Traor was a big loss for Mississippi State. I think South Carolina, even with just the duo of Trey Knox and Joshua Simon, is in a much better position at that group. So I give the Gamecocks the nod when it comes to the tight end position. The Spurs Up show is brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a flavorful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate the game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun, and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. The Spurs Up show is also brought to you by our friends over at Game Time. Download the Game Time app or head over to GameTime.co and use the promo code SPURSUP for $20 off your first purchase. Again, that's promo code SPURSUP, S-P or S-U-P, for $20 off your first purchase. Game Time is the best ticket buying app available that removes all the stress of the ticket buying process. They have things like images of your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Guys, you can buy your tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps and you're set. And also tickets, they're sent directly to your phone. So no more scrambling, searching through your email, trying to find the tickets you just bought, whether it be the Gamecocks, a concert, a comedy club event, you name it, whatever the event is, buying tickets shouldn't be stressful. And game time 
is the way to go. Again, that's our friends at Game Time. Go download the Game Time app or go to GameTime.co. And when you do, create an account and use promo code SPURSUP. That's S-P-U-R-S-U-P for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price. Guaranteed. We move to the offensive line. (laughs) Boy, oh boy. The offensive line. And it has been a mixed bag for both of these teams. You know, I thought South Carolina made real positive strides forward, guys, on Saturday afternoon in Athens. The insertion of young guys like Big Tree Babalade, Trovon Bow, Jatavia Shivers. You know, I think getting more of these guys involved. I think it spelled wonders for you on Saturday. Obviously, Big Tree Babalade uh, grading out the top graded, I think, offensive lineman in that football game and You know, we've already seen him make a big impact. So I think there's a lot of hope and belief that South Carolina's offensive line can and will improve. That being said, the reality is still this. South Carolina comes in this game 128 out of 130 schools in rushing offense and is still struggling to protect Spencer Rattler at a high level. Then you look at Mississippi State's offensive line, guys, and this was an offensive line and is an offensive line that returned four of five up front, and all five projected starters were seniors, right? So a lot of experience in the trenches for Mississippi State. But it has been a struggle for them because of the transition. You were asking a bunch of guys who all their careers have been blocking for the air raid to now block in what appears to be a run-first type of offense. And so it's been very much so a mixed bag for Mississippi State. Do I think South Carolina's offensive line is there yet? No, I do not. Do I think that it's getting closer, though? I do, because of the insertion of young guys like Big Tree Babalade. I am actually bullish on what this offensive line can be you know, four or five games down the road when these guys have had time to gel and young guys have had time to to come into their own and and play meaningful snaps and and play well. But I do still think it's a a unit held together by Scotch tape. I do think it's a unit that on a week-in, week-out basis, you're just not exactly sure what you're going to get. But on the Mississippi State side of things, I could say the same thing, guys, about a group that, again, is transitioning making such a major transition from air raid to what they're doing now under Kevin Barbe. That being said, I'm going to go with a push on the offensive line. I think these two offensive lines, you know, I, I think the story is different for each, but I think each, at the end of the day, I look at very similarly, right? Two groups that are a mixed bag that you never know what you're going to get, like, They've been good at times. They've been bad at times. They've been okay at times. I think both lines are very similar in that regard. So I'm going with a push on the offensive line. I think both these groups are very comparable heading into Saturday night. We move to the defensive side of the football, guys. And I thought, again, Saturday in Athens was a very encouraging sign for the Gamecocks defensive front. Uh, What T.J. Sanders did, breaking out, being a really effective player, uh, very disruptive up front, right? I thought you saw South Carolina defensively do some things on the defensive front that we simply put, guys, have not seen in quite some time. 
And if they can show consistency and carry that into the rest of this season, I, th- I think you're going to see numbers improve. I think rush defense will improve. I think overall defense will improve because you're going to be more chaotic in the backfield, more penetrating. I think that's going to lead to really good results especially when you factor in South Carolina, was doing it against a really good Georgia offensive line. Give Georgia credit. You look at the Mississippi State side of things, and this was the strength of their team a season ago. They were top five in total defense a season ago across the board. Obviously lost a lot, but did return a lot in their front seven as well. Jaden Crumity and Nathan Pickering, both up front, lead the way for Mississippi State. Now, when you look at their team as a whole, they are holding their opponents to 24 points per game. Obviously, we all saw what happened against LSU. But Mississippi State holding opponents right now to just 112 yards rushing per game. They even held LSU in check. I know LSU went for over 100, but it was the pass. It was the pass that did Mississippi State in, not the run. And with South Carolina, guys, I still have questions. Despite the performance in Athens, I I still just have question marks when it comes to what this defensive front is going to be on a week-in, week-out basis, especially if you're without Jatias Gear again. We saw T.J. Sanders finally break out. We saw T.J. Sanders finally come into his own. Boogie Huntley was making plays. Tonka Hemingway was making plays. Even Elijah Davis I saw in there. But we talked about the veteran presence, guys, for Mississippi State up front on the offensive side. This is a very, very veteran-heavy unit on the defensive side as well in the trenches. The front seven for Mississippi State, it is really what's going to hold them together, and it starts up front for them. And I do give Mississippi State the nod when it comes to the defensive line. I, I just need to see more out of South Carolina because you look at the numbers, and I know South Carolina's played really solid competition, but I need to see more consistency out of the pass rush. I need to see more consistency out of stopping the run. You know, one encouraging game, or really I should say one encouraging half in Athens, I'm not ready to just completely buy stock that the defensive line is better than a Mississippi State unit that is a veteran group and has been good for a number of years. Like Mississippi State, you can always guarantee they are going to be physical up front. They're going to be a physical football team. That's what they hang their hat on. So for those reasons, guys, I do give Mississippi State the nod when it comes to the defensive front. We move to the linebacker position. And guys, this might be the strength of Mississippi State's entire football team. They have got a pair of fantastic linebackers. I'm talking all SEC linebackers in Jet Johnson and Nathaniel Pete. Excuse me, Nathaniel Watson. Nathaniel Watson. Why did I say Nathaniel Pete? Let me start that over. They got a pair of fantastic players at the linebacker position at Jet Johnson and Nathaniel Watson. Both of these guys, by the way, over 100 tackles a season ago to call these dudes active is an understatement and guess what wouldn't you know it they're both leading the teams in tackles yet again through three games get this each of them 
have 31 tackles apiece. Jet Johnson and Nathaniel Watson both with 31. Johnson with three and a half tackles for loss. Watson with two and a half tackles for loss. Johnson with two sacks. Watson with two sacks. Johnson with two interceptions. Watson with one interception. So, this is as good as it gets when it comes to a linebacker duo in the SEC in the South Carolina side, guys. I like what Debo Williams is doing as a leader on the Gamecocks defense. Obviously, led South Carolina in tackles in Athens with 11, one and a half tackles for loss as well. This is a big game, by the way, guys, speaking of linebackers for Stone Blanton, a dude that was once committed to Mississippi State, right? He was going to go play baseball and football. Then he flips to South Carolina. That was a really, really big deal for the Gamecocks to land him out of the state of Mississippi. And so this is a really, really big game for, is this the game, too, that we finally see Pup Howard, right, start to make more of an impact? Bam Martin Scott at the linebacker position. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This is more of a tip of the cap, guys, to Mississippi State's great linebacker duo than it is me sitting here telling you that, oh, South Carolina's linebackers just aren't that good. Mississippi State would have the position unit advantage at linebacker over a lot of teams in the SEC because it doesn't get much better than Jet Johnson and Nathaniel Watson. So for that reason, guys, I am giving Mississippi State the nod at the linebacker position. Again, Johnson and Watson, one of the best duos, not just in the SEC, but all of college football as well. We moved to the secondary, the defensive back position. And this was a big question for State coming into this season, guys, because they lost Emmanuel Forbes to the NFL draft, who was a big-time ball hawk for them. I mean, one of the best, I think, in Mississippi State history. Dude was all over the field, swarming, was a lockdown type of dude in the secondary. DeCamarian Richardson, I might have mispronounced that. DeCamarian Richardson uh, slid into CB1. But you look at the numbers, guys, they have. This has been the Achilles heel, truly, of Mississippi State to this point. Through three games, they are surrendering. 277 yards per game through the air. It has been ugly, guys, to say the least. You look at the South Carolina side, and while I think this is a secondary, guys, you could argue is somewhat leaky. Like, I I don't think we know for a fact that Marcellus Dio and O'Donnell Fortune are, you know, what Cam Smith and Darius Rush were on the outside. You know, seeing Nick Emanwari get back to 100% and get back in the ballgame in Athens, I think, was huge. That is a huge boost for South Carolina moving forward. And, of course, DQ Smith 
what he does as his teammate back there in the back end of the defense. You know, we all know one of the best in the business. So I think South Carolina still has questions when it comes to the secondary. I'm not quite sure they are the elite unit they were last year and even back in 2021, but they're still better than what Mississippi State is offering because State, I mean, you look at what Jaden Daniels did. Hey, give, give, Give LSU credit. Give Jaden Daniels credit. Malik Neighbors. There's going to be a lot of teams out there that can't stop that duo. But, guys, they couldn't even stop Arizona. I mean, Arizona had a freaking field day against them. So, there are real problems stopping the pass. There are real problems in that secondary for Mississippi State. For that reason, guys, I do give the nod to South Carolina when it comes to the defensive back position and the Gamecocks having the advantage. We move to kicker and punter. And Mississippi State coming in this season uh, had newcomers at both kicker and punter, right? Nick Barmira at kicker, the UCLA transfer, and Andrew Osteen, the UCF transfer, uh, both taking over those spots. Also, they had a freshman, Keelan Crimmins, battling for the punting job, both Osteen and Crimmins battling for that spot. And as we look at special teams here, it has been Crimmins who has lead the way, led the way, excuse me, with 11 punts on the season. 41.1 yard average, a long of 50, and he's down three inside of the 20 and eight fair catches. So nobody has actually returned a punt against this guy yet. Eight fair catches, three inside the 20. Or well, I guess they could have returned those inside the 20. What am I talking about? But anyways, a lot of fair catches for Crimmins. Done a pretty good job for them. And then again, you actually look at field goals. I was mistaken. Uh, Kyle Ferry, a true freshman, has actually won that job. So, I do correct myself here when it comes to the specialist. Three for four on the year. Um, looks like he's two for three from 40 to 49, one for one on 30 to 39. And while I know South Carolina special teams, guys, hasn't quite been what we thought it would be to this point, right? Kai Kroger, Mitch Dieter, I mean, I... You know it's bad when you got people saying, oh, Kai Kroger's off this year. He's not the same Kai Kroger we've seen before. And admittedly, guys, it, it has been somewhat surprising that Kai Kroger hasn't been. You know, I, I think one of the reasons, though, guys, people are saying that about Kai Kroger is because it's really hard to top what Kai Kroger did to finish out the 2022 season, right? Like, he was electric against Clemson threw a touchdown pass against Notre Dame. Like, people are just expecting Kai Kroger to either throw a touchdown pass or pin a ball at the one every single game. And so I think the expectations for Kai Kroger have been, you know, maybe, I, I don't want, I don't know if calling it unfair is the right word, but they've been so high, it's almost like nobody can meet those. So that being said, South Carolina still has one of the best duos in the country at kicker and punter. Uh, and Mississippi State, you know, I think they've got some guys they like, but I don't think it's I don't think it matches up. I don't think it measures up to what South Carolina has. The advantage at the kicker and punter position. Give me the Gamecocks yet again in this one. And I do not be surprised, by the way, guys. Do not be surprised if Beamer Ball plays a big part in this game on Saturday night, whether that's Kai Kroger, Mitch Jeter, or a mixture of the two. And finally, guys, in our position unit comparison. Who has the nod when it comes to coaching? Shane Beamer, Dabble Loggins, Clayton White, Pete Limbo looking for a massive home win against the Bulldogs. And then you look at Mississippi State. You know, I, I like Zach Arnett, guys. 
I think Zach Arnett was a great fit for them after the unfortunate events that took place with Mike Leach, uh, a Mississippi State guy, been there the last couple of years, but a defensive-minded guy. And I think there's just a, a real transition right now with what Zach Arnett wants to do and his offensive coordinator, Kevin Barbe, obviously. You know the defense is going to be sound, although they've had issues in the secondary. But I do give the Gamecocks guys and Shane Beamer and his coaching staff the nod here. Simply put, one of the biggest reasons is Zach Arnett is a first-year head coach, and he's learning on the job and learning as he goes. And, and guys, we experienced this two years ago with Shane Beamer and the challenges of that, the, the, the issues that can arise and things that can happen. So, uh, you know, I, I want to see South Carolina's coaching staff, you know, build off of what happened in Athens. I want to see South Carolina's coaching staff have the Gamecocks ready to play out the jump, and also I want to see the coaching staff make the necessary adjustments out of the second half. I want to see South Carolina's coaching staff you know, if they are, um, you know, up in a game to keep the foot on the gas pedal and to not let off and, and do what's necessary in the second half of ball games to get the victory, right? I think that was something we, you know, something that was left to be desired in that game against Georgia. But with that being said, the Gamecocks, I, I think, do indeed with Shane Beamer. They have the advantage when it comes to coaching And that's not to say Zach Arnett won't be a great coach one day, but Shane Beamer and company certainly more tenured, more experienced. And for those reasons, I think South Carolina does get the nod when it comes to coaching on Saturday night. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.